Welcome back to episode six of Money Equals M Squared, brought to you by Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management. My name is Mike Torello, and I'm here with my co-host, Mike Lucas, as we get ready to review today's topics, the importance of asset allocation. As always, nothing that we go over today is a specific recommendation. They're just general ideas to get you thinking about the concepts of diversification and asset allocation. Thanks, Mike. Today's episode is entitled Importance of Asset Allocation, and we're going to go over the importance of having a properly asset allocated account. We're going to go over the benefits of diversification, talk more about the technical data that we look at, as well as having proper asset allocation and diversification, how it can potentially reduce your overall risk. So before we get started, um, let's talk a little bit about our last episode. We had Amanda Zorovich from EXP Realty on. She talked a lot about some of the tips about when you're looking to buy a house and things like that. What'd you think? I thought it was great. You know, I know that was one of my first biggest decisions I ever had to make as a young adult, and it's really scary. Um, when I did it about, let's say, 12, 13, 14 years ago, something like that, um, the housing market was a lot different than it is today. I, I would like to say it's a little bit easier uh, than it is now, but I think it's important to have insight from a professional like that. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned it's like the first real big decision a lot of people make and one of the things she spent a lot of time talking about was the importance of the comfort with the relationship with your realtor and I think that was one of the things that helped me out when I was working with her was I felt comfortable and I think that's what really helps that process the best because you want to have a professional you want to have someone you lean on and you got to be able to trust that relationship absolutely I think anything anytime you're making a big important decision even in the investment industry you want to have someone that you care you trust about and something that is gonna walk you through that process, something that's confident in that industry. Awesome. Let's get started and go over the outline for today. We're gonna to talk about four key things that properly asset allocated portfolios can do for you. We're gonna talk a little bit about lowering the risk, investing in multiple different asset classes, accomplishing different goals, and what we're looking forward to finding a properly allocated portfolio. Mike. Why don't you get started with our first topic and how we can lower your overall risk? Absolutely. So I would say this is probably one of the biggest things that clients are coming to us with today and really have always brought to our attention is I feel that my portfolio doesn't mask the amount of risk that I want to take on. Wouldn't you say so? Absolutely. So what we try to do is we take a look at exactly what's inside the portfolio and see if there's ways that we can help them lower the amount of risk while still giving them the same opportunity to make the returns that they're comfortable making. So one of the first things that we're gonna take a look at is what's called correlation. So when we're talking about the correlation of a portfolio, we're talking about how similar the investments are to each other. So the easiest way to explain that is if you own all technology stocks, they're probably gonna move very similarly. For the same token, if you own all oil stocks, they're probably gonna move similarly. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to find different asset classes that move opposite to each other. They complement each other and supplement the portfolio rather than do the exact same thing. Makes sense, I think it's important to have that different diversification in there because there's gonna be different parts of the market that do better during specific times and other parts of the market that do better in other times in the market. 
Absolutely. And one of the big things that we tell people is if you're going to buy a portfolio that's 100% correlated to the overall stock market, you're better off just buying the index, buy the stock market rather than working with somebody like us because you're not taking advantage of the things that we can help you do. We believe proper asset allocation and proper diversification is the key to lowering the amount of risk that you take while giving yourself good opportunity. And that means not just buying the market. So to sum it up, like you want to take as least risk possible and try to maximize that rate of return. Right. That's our goal with everyone. So the next thing when we're kind of looking at lowering that risk is really balancing your portfolio against the amount of risk that you want to take. So what we mean with that is different investments have different amounts of risk associated with that. So if you're a moderate investor, we want to make sure that your overall portfolio has the investments in there to be moderate. We don't want to have all aggressive investments in there because then there's no chance that you're going to be properly allocated to match the amount of risk that you want to take on. Yeah, and I think, you know, if you talk about this a little bit, Mike, we meet clients all the time. We're like, yeah, my portfolio is, you know, managed conservatively. You know, take a look at it. And what do you usually find? Yeah, so usually we find that it's not managed conservatively. Um, a lot of times they may have a conservative part of the asset class that they're in, but that asset class is very aggressive to begin with. So even the most conservative parts of that are still not an overall conservative investment. So first things first, what you wanna to try to do is figure out where you fall under that spectrum. You know, because if you wanna be more moderate or conservative or even aggressive, um, that's some of the things you're gonna to have to ask yourself those type of questions. We've right. got good technology that we can utilize to send along the way to see where you fall on that spectrum. So first things, like we talked about, where do you fall on the spectrum? Second yeah, so, thing is, so is, is figuring out, you know, where do you want to be on the spectrum? So it's what do you have and where does that fit? And then it's figuring out where should you be? Um, we're going to use a lot of different questionnaires. We're going to ask you a lot of targeted questions. So that way, we're not asking you the technical side of it. That's what you're relying on us for. But we want to know how do you feel about risk and what are your goals for the portfolio? Sounds like a plan. So the third thing I'd say we're looking when we're looking at lowering risk um, a thing we focused a lot on now is something that's called capture ratios. I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. It's very technical. But basically what we're looking at is if the stock market or the bond market is up, how much of that are you going to, to achieve? How much of that are you likely to get in your portfolio? And if it's down, what percentage are you likely to be down? By taking a look and using some of our analytics to take a look at those capture ratios, we're able to tell you this is what you can expect for movement. Now, obviously we know what it's done in the past doesn't mean what it's gonna do next week or in the future, but at least gives us some trends so we can get a feel of how much movement and volatility we'll see in the portfolio. Yeah, and I think you know that same exact arena, when we're looking at some of these accounts, investing is an emotional thing. People are trying to get in and out of that market. So you always see, oh, the S&P did X amount or, or the, you know, the NASDAQ did Y. You know, but really what percentage of that account did the actual investor grasp? Because a lot of times, if you're not working with a professional, you're trying to get in and out of that market. And a lot of times you're gonna miss some of the best days in that market. So it's important to make sure your money's invested for a long term and working with a professional. Absolutely. And the last thing that I'd mention as far as ways that we're looking to lower risk is really some asset class and sector diversification. We're gonna talk about different asset classes in a second, but when we say sector diversification, I mentioned before, you know, if you invest everything in technology, your entire portfolio is gonna move with the technology market. 
So what we're looking for is we're trying to invest in as many different sectors as possible that make sense for your portfolio. So that way you can have a full cross section of the market. So Mike, why don't you talk a little bit about why we invest in multiple asset classes and what are some of the different asset classes that people can invest in? Yeah, obviously, you know, you're, you're investing in different multiple asset classes for diversification to balance some of those risks for a lot of the reasons you just said before, Mike. But some of the examples of different asset classes are small cap, you know, you got large cap, mid cap, all cap. Those are the different type of sectors that you can invest in. There's international sectors, there's bond sectors, short term, long term bonds. These are the different asset classes that you can utilize to have your correlation be exactly what you want to, to produce maximum output for your portfolio. And on top of the different types of stocks that you mentioned, there's obviously you know different types of bonds as well as some non-stocks and bonds classes as well. Yeah, I mean similar, you know, that they've come out with, with newer things like ETFs, things along those lines that can be traded on a, on an intraday basis. Where a lot of these mutual funds, you know, they close they close their share price at the end of the day. So that's what price you get. It's one time at the end of the day, and it comes through. Some of these other products, you can sell them during the, the middle of the day, so you, you get more advantages with that. So. Um, in addition to that, you've got commodities, real estate. Those are all important parts of that portfolio that get into the diversification side of things that you can move that correlation one way or the other. Yeah, so also, you know, we talk about, you know, having different asset classes, having some stocks, some bonds, some commodities, real estate, really getting a full everything you can invest to kind of build that asset allocated portfolio. What's a big reason why we do that? Yeah, because winners change. You know, it's it's not like uh, you're following your favorite MBT, NBA team with you know legendary superstars that are going to win it four or five years in a row. A lot of times, if you finish last one year, you, you're more than likely have a good opportunity of finishing first the next year. That's just the way the investment industry works. That's why I'm always been a big proponent of hey, you know what's done well in the past, let's invest in that. I don't think that's the proper way that you should do things. You know, and I'm not saying you should pick the worst thing that did the year before, but it needs to have a sound investment strategy and proper asset allocation. And if it makes sense to put something in there that won last year, yeah, we could do it. Are we looking to, 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 to buy some of those losers in there? Well, if it fits in the portfolio and we think they might bounce back next year, absolutely. Yeah, so you, you make a good point there is a lot of people will come to us and say like, I just saw this did great. You know, this one stock had a great last year. And that's usually when we say, okay, let's take a look, does it make sense to buy it? And does it really fit into our long-term strategy? Yeah, we wanna find the next fund or the next you know, account that's gonna do that same type of rate of return. Most of the time when you see it in the news, you lost the vote on it. Right, and our biggest focus is always on long-term. We're trying to help people accomplish the long-term goals through the planning and really balance that portfolio as opposed to trying to just pick out the winner for today. Correct. So let's take a break here and let's head into our Community Spotlight. Welcome to this week's Community Spotlight, the section of our show where we focus on small businesses that help make our local community tick. This week we're focusing in on Jet Cleaners located at 762 State Street in New Haven, Connecticut. They can be reached on the phone at 203-777-0742. Go to Jet Cleaners in New Haven for all your dry cleaning and shirt laundering needs. Third generation owner Mike and his staff excel in community service. Since 1956, Jet has been providing quality service to the New Haven and Yale communities, 67 years and counting. Welcome back. 
Mike, let's get started on how asset allocation can accomplish different goals. Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things is most people are gonna have multiple goals throughout their lifetime that are gonna have different plans and different things that we're gonna try to do. So one of the things is goals are gonna have different time horizons. So what I mean by that is if you're saving for college, that you need that money 18 years after your child's born and you need to spend it over four years compared to retirement, which could be 30, 40 years in the future before you stop retiring, and then that money has to last for 20 or 30 years. So the fact that those two goals and just those two have such vast different time horizons is going to change the way that we invest that money. It's gonna change the different types of asset classes that we use, the different amount of risk that we use automatically, because generally speaking, if you have more time, you have the ability to take on more risk. Now, it doesn't mean every client's gonna be more aggressive with an account that has more time, but it gives us that option to be a little bit more aggressive there. Yeah, we've always been taught, you wanna save, save your money, invest it long-term, you know, invest it with a little bit more risk, and then when you get to re retirement, it needs to be conservative. You don't take any type of risk in, 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 in retirement account. Now, you're saying that's a little bit different, right? Yeah, so, I mean, the biggest thing is like, when you retire, you still have a 20 or 30 year time horizon. So the money that we wanna use the first two, three, five years of retirement, extremely conservative. Sometimes we even put that money just in a cash position so that way we have no risk at all with it. Then we take on a little bit more risk as we get up to the money that's gonna be spent five to 10 years. And later on in retirement, the money that's gonna be used 20, 30 years down the road or even passed on to your family, that money can take on even more risk because it has more time to ride through your typical market cycles and it's not being used tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, back in the day, everyone was thought, hey, save $500,000 or somewhere along those lines. Hey, interest rates are paying 10%, then you're gonna get $50,000 a year, you're never gonna, your 500,000 is gonna be there forever. That is not the case anymore because interest rates have come down in, the, in obviously the, the last recent decade or so, they've started to creep back up, but it's nowhere near what they used to be in the 80s. So you have to have a different strategy to be able to produce the same type of results. Right, and one of the things is, in our business, we can't use the word guarantee a lot. But when we're able to guarantee some level of income for somebody in retirement, that's totally different than money that we wanna just try and grow. And it's a different goal for a different time frame. Um, one of the other things along those similar lines is different goals are going to have different levels of risk that they're willing to take. I've had many clients I've sit down with, they say, you know, this money for college, I need it to be there. This is for my child's education. This is the most important thing for my life. I need to be more conservative because that money's got to be there. Where they might say for their own retirement, we can take more of a chance. That's on me. If I have to work longer, I'll work longer. And it's really their opinions. We're focusing in just on college and retirement for the comparison right now, but that goes along with any goal that anybody has for the future. Yeah, I mean, like just last episode, we talked about buying a house, all right? That's a goal that you're gonna have. All right, if we plan for it for five years down the line and we're not there yet, well, hey, maybe it takes six or seven or eight years to get that down payment to buy that house that you wanna get to. So some goals are flexible and you could push them back a couple of years, like potentially retirement or buying a house or doing an addition. But something like you know, saving for your child's education, it's not. And most of the time, once they graduate high school, they're gonna wanna go to college. Right, and, that, and whether that money is there or not, they're gonna wanna go to college. And if it's something that you know, you've told your kids, like, we're gonna pay for college, you're paying that bill whether the account's there or not. So it's really the importance of having that conversation of how much risk do you wanna take. 
Um, and then the last thing, just something I always like to mention, this is always a question I have for my client, from my clients, is what if we have a lot of goals? What if we wanna start a business in the future, buy a vacation home, buy our first property, and but we really just wanna get started saving? We can accomplish multiple goals with inside the same account by investing in different asset classes and kind of earmarking these investments are for different times if we want. Now, it's not something we recommend to do. Um, we like to segregate as much as we can, but we can always help people just get started savings because regardless of what your asset allocation is or when your goal or what your time horizon, the most important thing is to just get started today. Yeah, and that's the hardest thing is to get started. So that's the advice that we give a lot of people is just, does it make a difference how much you know, you know how how many times a month or whatever. Those, those are minor details. The biggest thing is just to get started. Does make a difference how much it is? Right. So, Mike, why don't you take us kind of through our last point? We talked a lot about asset allocation and plans and different things like that, and how that money can be used for different time horizons. But why don't you talk about how we actually use a bucket approach to help people with their diversification when they're approaching specifically retirement? Yeah, and this one pretty much goes to retirement. We, we, we plan accordingly. Most of the times with our retirement plan, we break it down to a 30-year time frame um, in different buckets. Most of the buckets are five-year increments. Basically, what, what I'm trying to do is develop an account in that five-year time frame that becomes liquid and, and free, but we're taking as much risk off the table. So, for instance, Mike, if you and Eileen were going to retire in, let's just say, you know, five years, all right? A lot of these products are illiquid and we want to get them into some type of product that becomes completely liquid when you retire, all right? And a lot of them are guaranteed that we decide to put in there. So what we would do is create this bucket that becomes free that you can utilize in that time frame, and there's no risk on it. So we're using products that have guarantees inside there, all right? What that allows us to do is free up some of the other assets for another time frame, like a, like a five or, or let's say 10 or 15 year time frame down the line. And those ones might be a combination, like you said before, of guaranteed accounts and or investments that potentially can get a little bit better rate of return. We're talking in the moderate bucket there. So it might be a combination of, of bonds and stocks. But, but we have a longer time horizon in that risk over the first class over there. So in year 11 and 12 and 13, when those accounts are now mature in those, in those buckets, we're taking them out without any type of risk. And we're spreading these over longer durations, right? And the longer the duration, just like you said before, the, the, the more risk that we're willing to, to take in that scenario. And as we get closer to that time frame, we're taking a lot of that risk off the table. So we're almost layering these type of accounts in for when the time frame they need to use them, they're free out of their withdrawal and they're guaranteed still to be to be there and, and you're not gonna lose any money with, the, with that market's fluctuation. Great, so to kind of summarize what you said there, you said a lot of good things. What we're looking for in the first zero to five years is we're looking for money that's 100% liquid, that has no market risk, and that we can spend on our income in those first five years. Correct, and that's something that's gotta get set up prior so it matures around that time frame. Right, so we're, cause we're talking about there might be a product that has say a five year surrender period, which means if we open it in year one, we're not gonna have access to the entire account, so we won't accomplish the goal of it being 100% liquid. Correct. After we move on past year five, we're gonna have money 
that we can take on a little bit more risk with because we're gonna have, say, five to 10 years before we use it. And then after five years are up, we're gonna kind of move it more into that guaranteed no market risk scenario because now we want to spend that money. Correct. I mean, even in your first bucket of five years, you're going to be taking that money that you set up a long time ago, but you're now you're going to recreate some of these other layers of buckets that are going to become due around that time frame. So you have an area to access money without taking any type of risk with it. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So let's just wrap up everything that we kind of went over today. So I think, you know, we started, we talked a lot about some of the technical data that we're looking for. Basically, when we're working with someone, the reason you want to be asset allocated is you want to take on the least amount of overall risk that you can while still giving yourself an opportunity to get returns. The next thing, Mike, you talked a little bit about different asset classes. Yep. Yeah. So you, so you want to have multiple different asset classes inside there because just like we said, winners rotate, okay? Something that won the, that year might not potentially win the next year. Remember, it's not the NBA, we're not creating legacies here. Different as, asset classes win at different times. Right, and some things are generally gonna be good for a long period of time. Yeah. But just as we saw in the last few years with bonds, with the interest rates, even though bonds were on a 30-year bull run, now we've started to see some negative sides. So that's why it's important to have that rotation built in to be able to diversify. Um, I talked a little bit about you know having different goals, all have different time horizons and different risks, which again, drills home the point of why we should diversify your overall portfolio. And then you talked a little bit about the buckets. Yep. I think the bucket strategy is really important. It allows us to take a little bit higher risk than we normally would with some of those longer duration accounts instead of that old adage of, hey, when you get to retirement, everything becomes conservative at that point in time. I think also some of the things that I want to highlight is it's important to figure out where you fall on that spectrum of risk and whether it's spending 10 or 15 minutes talking to Mike or I or whether it's some you know technology out there that asks you certain questions on how the market moves, how you would react. I think it's important to figure that out because that sets the groundwork of what type of asset classes we should have in there. There's no doubt about it. It needs to be diversified. But that helps us, you know, in terms of where that spectrum falls. Yeah, I think that's important to mention because that's where our process starts. You know, our process starts with where do you think you should be, you know, and where are you now? We can't just pick it out of the sky. We have, you know, rules of thumb that we can help you with, but it really matters for your individual situation. Yeah. So it says take some time to figure out where your overall account is. So once you know where you want to be, let's take a look at where your account is and then we can help you from there. So that wraps up episode six of Money Equals M Squared. Um, check us out on Instagram at Team LLT or online at LLTWM.com. Thanks. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Satera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, or attorney for details related to your specific risks, goals, and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. 
Services. Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management operates under Satera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management. You should always obtain a prospectus when available prior to investing to know your risk, costs, and fees associated with the investment. The advice and strategies presented today are general in nature and should not be used in your planning until you consult with your attorney and CPA on your specific situation. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Asset allocation is an investment strategy that will not guarantee a profit or protect you from loss. Satera Investors is a marketing name of Satera Investment Services, securities and insurance offered through Satera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC, advisory services offered through Satera Investment Advisors, LLC. Satera is under separate ownership from any other named entity, 127 Washington Avenue, second floor west, North Haven, Connecticut, 06473, phone number 203-239-4545. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fees based on assets or registered representatives who offer brokerage services and receive transaction-based compensation or both an investment advisor representative or registered representative who can offer both types of services.